Oh, bless the name of the Lord, for he is truly worthy to be praised. I bless his name because he is God, and besides him, there is no other. Who can compare to our God? There is none like him, and I am so grateful for that. In this season, in this time, in this year, I have been speaking, in this month, I have been speaking on the year of the latter rain. We are in part four of the year of the latter rain, and it gets greater and greater and greater and greater, because God is great, right? This is your girl, C.L. Suss, with Mental and Love Notes 101. Let's dive into the scripture on today. Let's dive into Hosea, chapter 6 and 3. Hosea, chapter 6 and verse 3 said, Then shall we know, if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning, and he shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and the former rain unto the earth. That's confirmation for what we've been talking about. Then shall we know. I'm so thankful even in the book of Isaiah. It said in the, he said, now shall it spring forth and ye not know it. No longer the old, but the new, the new beginning. Shall you know it? If we follow in this condition, that if is a condition word. If we follow to know the Lord. It's going to prepare us as the morning. And we know great things come in the morning. We know new mercies come in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. So he said, I'm going to prepare as the morning. And it shall come unto us at the rain and the latter and the former rain unto the earth. Even in Joel 2 and 2. Some say Joel, some say Joel 2 and 23. King James Version says like this. Be glad then, ye children of Zion. And rejoice in the Lord your God. For he have given you the former rain moderately. And he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former and the latter rain in the first month. Oh my God. Oh Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You better speak. Holy Spirit speak to us today. Joel 2 and 23. The King James Version says. Be glad then. Ye children of Zion, who are you? Do you know who you are? Children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and not just the former rain, but and the latter rain in the first month. So it's like you getting double for your trouble, double for shame, double for every heartache and pain that you went through. That's confirmation. Haggai. In the book of Haggai. Y'all, you know when y'all up under my teaching, up under my training, you need to have some pen, a piece of paper, a book, a Bible, something to write with. Because you need to go back and hear what God is saying to you, the church, the individual house. Haggai 2 and 9 says this. The glory of this latter house. Yeah, God. Shall be greater than the of the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, says the Lord of hosts. In this place, where do you find where are you positioned at? In this place, I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. The new King James Version of Haggai 2 and 9 read as thus 
The glory of this latter temple. Hear me now. Lean in. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, said the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, says the Lord of hosts. Who can do anything other than the Lord of hosts? He is the Lord God Almighty. The, la- the year of the latter rain is an influence within a Pentecostalism, which teaches that the Lord is pouring out his spirit again. He didn't just say, I'm going to pour out my spirit on the body of Christ. I didn't, I'm going to pour out my spirit on the believer. He said, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. As he did at the day of Pentecost. You know, there were certain ones at the day of Pentecost. But God is now in this time pouring out his spirit again. And he's using believers to prepare the world for his second coming. He's choosing you and I to prepare the world for the second coming. Yes, he is going to pull out his pour out his spirit on all flesh, but it's to those who really understand and believe that he is God and beside him there is no other. This latter rain will bring God's work to completion. The church will be victorious over the world and usher in Christ's kingdom. We can't say he is coming soon to come back before receiving what he has promised. Think about it. Before the end time comes, there shall be peace. If God promised us this stuff, we can expect that it's going to happen. Why? Because he promised and he's a God that he cannot lie. We know certain things has to happen, such as, as the Bible declared in Revelation. The Bible goes to say that when the thousand years have expired, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations, which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, whose numbers is as the sand of the sea. They went up on the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city and fire. Dear God, there it go. And fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Revelation 20, 7 through 9. Even in the midst of him being released and loose and doing all things that he can. Look at COVID-19. Look at all the Omicrons. Look at all the Delta viruses that's coming onto the land. And they're trying to surround and account the saints of God, the beloved city of God. And God said, this is the time that for my children, I'm going to bring fire down from heaven. And I'm going to devour them that try to overcome you. They can't do it. It's impossible. God said, I have given you the keys to overcome. I have given you the victory to triumph. So the enemy tried to do this stuff to overwhelm and overcome the children of God. God said, it can't be so. But why? Because we have the victory. When this prophecy is fulfilled, when Satan's final rebellion is crushed, there will be permanent peace to the body of believers. To possess the latter reign and to reign in eternity. This is what we have to do. If at any point in our life as Christians, we find ourselves being demonized, doing things that's that's, contrary to the word of God, doing things that he had told us not to do, we must repent and seek deliverance. If you want to possess this latter reign, and to reign, not just reign, R-A-I-N, but to reign, R-E-I-G-N, in eternity, we have to do these things. We have to find ourselves 
repenting and looking and seeking God for deliverance. We also, number two, understand where you belong in the kingdom. You have to understand where you belong in the kingdom. You have to understand where you belong in the kingdom. Just like Joel said, I mean, what was it, Joel or Hosea, excuse me. Hosea said, and then we know. What, What do you know? Do you know who you are? Understand where you belong in the kingdom. But most importantly, how you are making impacts in this earth. God has restored all the offices of the ministry to the church, including the apostles and the prophets. Where do you, where does your calling lie? We don't have time to suffer from identity crisis. Where do you, where are you positioned at in the kingdom? Number three, are you positioned and ready to assist in divine healing by ministering through the land of hands? Are you as willing to assist into ushering people in understanding this Pentecostal movement? Are you willing to usher people into understanding the gift of the evidence of speaking in unknown tongues? Jesus declared, greater works shall you do. Are we doing anything? Are we fruitful in this area he had called us to? We can't keep the blame game and we can't keep doing the blame game but God said tag you're in it's time for you to go to work it's time for you to do what kingdom builders are called to do build not make excuses number four in this year of latter rain praise and worship will usher God into our presence it's the worship God said they that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. It's in that pray, praise. If that's all you know how to do, praise him. Give him glory. Give him praise. Everything that has prayer, praise ye the Lord. But to those who know how to usher in the spirit of the living God, this is where you will find the year of the latter rain. This is where you will find God's presence being positioned in your life. Bringing God into your presence. At, and he said in his word, at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Where are you? Not just in prosperity, but in posterity. What legacy are you leaving? What mountain have you overcome? What mountain have you even, even Caleb said, give me my mountain. It's more than just assignments, but we are to be mountain carriers. What mountain are you possessing in this time, in this season? What culture are you impacting? Impacting. The next one, in the year of the latter rain, realize that women have a full and equal ministry role in the body of Christ. We have a full role and we are equal in ministry in the body of Christ. We can't even use that as an excuse anymore. In this latter rain movement, denominational lines will be destroyed and the church will be unified in the last days. Not the building, not the sanctuary, but the church, you and I. Not organization, but organism. You and I. Jesus said, if any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. But we have, and that's John 7, 37 through 39, but we have the gift of the Holy Spirit. We have him. So there's no excuse among us. The second downpour 
will come in the spring of the latter part of March and April, in the first part of April. This is the Hebrew months that the Jeremiah was talking about in the Nisan, N-I-S-A-N. It is in the time of the March and April. October and November rains were called the early rain, and the March and April rain were called the latter rain. Do you understand that? Please hear me clearly. Hear me as I speak the words of Holy Ghost in this thing, in this podcast today. The second downpour came in the spring and the latter parts of March and the first part of April, which in the Hebrew months is the month of Nisan. The October and November rain were called early rain, and the March and April rains were called latter rains. Y'all play games if you want to. Thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, and to walk in his ways, and to fear him. Beware that, beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandment and his judgment and his statutes, which he commanded this day. That's Deuteronomy 8, verses 6 through 11. Thou shalt keep the Lord's commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. There's nothing in this time, in this season, in this year that should be pulling you away from your love of Jesus Christ. He said, don't let nothing separate you from this love. You may miss the very call. You may miss the very promises. You may miss the very thing that God has for you because you are still dealing with stuff that's pulling for your attention, luring you away from what God already called you to. The battle belongs to the Lord. That's not your fight. The battle belongs to the Lord. The blessings belong to us. You let God handle the battle, you handle the blessings. That's how, that's the God we serve. We are now living in a time of the latter rain. Showers are falling in a few places on this earth. But generally, this is not so. Generally, as a people, we are as dry as the hills of Gibbah that had neither dew or rain. But even in this time and in this season... God said, you can probably see the little sporadically falls of the the rain, but eventually you're going to see the overflow. Even as the original disciples prayed for the fulfillment of the promised spirit, so are we invited to pray that same prayer. Ask the Lord. Ask ye of the Lord, rain in the time of the latter rain. Zechariah 10 and 1. Ask the Lord for this latter rain. The Spirit was given in the Pentecostal powers in answer to prayer. They didn't just receive the, the, the gift of Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, just to sit on that and just to say, I got, a, got tongues and I just... No, it's for power. It's for the earth. It's for the nation. The earth is groaning for this gift, this power, and we sit on it as if we don't have anything to do. The Spirit will be given in the latter rain. Power in response to exactly the same condition as before. But what are we going to do with it? There is nothing that we need so much as a Pentecostal power in this hour. We need the Pentecostal in this power in this hour. That Deuteronomy's power in this hour. Even as the Bible, even I recall, even in the latter early parts of this year, I heard God say, get my church to the kingdom. Because why? So many in the kingdom are falling away. We talk about this finished work, and yet we are no more able to finish it 
than the early disciples were to begin the work without the Holy Spirit's power. We cannot do this without the Holy Spirit's power. God will give the latter rain as he did the former rain, but we must seek for it. That's why he began to tell us in Matthew 6 and 33, Seek ye therefore the kingdom of God. We have to seek God at all times. That's our priority, to seek him first. Seek him early. Seek him that he may be found by us. Do not rest satisfied that in the ordinary course of the season, rain will fall. Ask for it. Don't just think it's going to fall on you because you think you deserve it. Ask for it. He said, ask, seek, and knock. You ask for it and it shall be given unto you. God, declare with me. Father, I ask for the latter rain. I thank you for the latter rain. I thank you for giving me wisdom to handle the latter rain. I thank you for grace to understand this latter rain. Don't just rest satisfied in the ordinary course of the season and think this is just supposed to fall on you just because. No, you got to ask for it. How bad do you want it? The growth and profession of the seed rests not with the husband man, but he said, I'll give it to you. What are you doing with it? We think that, you know, it's just going to, the seed rests. You know, okay, God said, I am the vine, but he that abide in me and I abide in him shall ask whatever he will and I will give it to him. But that abide means you got to live in God, not just on your days that you feel good or you on that mountain high. No, at all times, his praises shall continually be in my mouth at all times. God alone can ripen the harvest. But man's cooperation is required. God can do whatever he wants to, when he wants to, how he wants to, and he don't need anybody's approval to do it. But at the same time, he said, I need your cooperation to help me get it done. Where do you find your root at? Have your roots, is your roots still growing? In me and through me and by me? Because that's where the power going to come from. God's work for us demands the action of our mind. It, it, it demands the exercise of our faith. That's why it began to say, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, but it's the evidence of things not seen. Not later faith. He didn't say later faith or sometime faith. He said now faith. Where's your faith level? Where do your faith level rise? Because I truly believe And I speak it with the authority that's given to me by the kingdom of heaven. That this is the year of the latter rain. I ask for the year of the latter rain. I seek for the year of the latter rain. And I possess the year of the latter rain. Why? Because I know who the rain comes from. And this, and his word is speaking even now. And I know some of you who are theologians and all you who are think you are well prestige in the kingdom. And you don't think that is that, you know, it's nothing about the Old Testament. We in the New Testament. Let me tell you some God said every word that proceeded out of my mouth. Every word that proceeded out of his mouth shall be established and it shall prosper. Man cannot eat but live by bread alone. But every word, every word, every word, every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. 
Old Testament, New Testament, and the revelation of the Holy Spirit proceeded out of the mouth of God. Most people can't even receive the revelation of God because you're still trying to deal with him on your intellect. You're still trying to analytically try to figure him out. And God said, you cannot do that in this season. Don't try to figure me out because I will come a whole different way to confuse you and probably make you lose your own mind. Hey, God, you got to come to him knowing in humbleness and and, and inferiority and knowing, God, I trust you in this next season. I trust your wisdom. I trust your knowledge. I trust your understanding. I'm not going to sit here and try to figure God out and try it with my own intellect, my finite mind. It is impossible. He's too big for that. Your little mind will explode. That's why you think that Moses couldn't even handle it. He, he said, I can only handle the backside of him. He couldn't handle him. Even why you think that God, when he spoke, he spoke in a small, still voice because his voice would have destroyed us. His voice would have destroyed us. So I said I had to speak to y'all in a small, still voice because you couldn't handle my voice. And you think people want to sit and try to understand his, I need to understand God. Without his revelation, without his Holy Spirit, without his interpreter, you need an interpreter for that. It is impossible for you to try to understand God without his interpreter. If he's speaking a different language to you and his, without his interpreter, you was confused and don't have a clue. But Holy Spirit will allow us to understand. He's the greatest transformer of all times. He's the greatest interpreter of all times. He's the greatest revelator of all times. And don't you dare try to do this without him. The greatest, greatest season of the year of latter rain that you need to understand is to ask God to give me the, re, the, the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in unknown tongues that when I begin to open my mouth, that I speak the mysteries of God in this season and this time. Let me tell you something. Same thing I shared with some of my family and my friends. Time don't have a diagnosis. Time does not have a diagnosis. Time will find you wherever you may be. Time will find you whatever you may be doing. Time will find you whatever you may be dealing with that you cannot even understand. And sometimes time will run out on you. And people don't understand what took you out of here. It was time itself. We don't have time to waste time. But God said in this latter days, redeem the time. We all are on borrowed time. Every last one of us on God's borrowed time. But we have to redeem the time because the time is nigh. It's drawing nigh. And I don't want to leave this earth without having doing what God called my hands to do. People keep saying, oh, every time I turn around, you're doing something. You're doing this. You're doing that. But you know what? Guess what? I'm doing what God had called my hands to do. And I leave the consequences to him. I leave everything in his hands. Because I'm working with him. With him. With him. Because that's what God needs, that cooperation. I need somebody to willing to. That's the results you want to see. You got to help me. Faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. 
But the greatest key we all need to get into the kingdom of God is faith. 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 Where's your faith level? We all have a measure of faith. Even faith gives you the fortitude to endure. Living by faith means obeying God and believing he will never let us down. Believing by faith means following in the footsteps of ordinary people who did extraordinary things for God. Look at the cloud of witnesses and all they had did for God. Living by faith is using our faith because we know it's the only currency heaven recognized. You think you're going to get in the kingdom of heaven because you have money? Yeah, a lot of people have money. But guess what? It ain't going to get them into the kingdom of heaven. The only currency that heaven recognized is faith. That's why the Bible declared the just, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Faith is a lifestyle. Faith is a lifestyle. And we got to be able to give what the life that God gave us. We got to, the style we give back to him is what we want to do. What we see to need to do the fruit of the spirit. That's the lifestyle. That's the style that we need to give back to God. Not this flesh. This is this year of the latter rain. And as we conclude this season, this segment and this episode of the year of the latter rain, take heed to what you're saying. I don't care what comes your way. I don't want I don't care what kind try to destroy try to throw you out and tear you off this path. You got to continue to speak life. Speak life. Speak life. I know you may not understand it. Your comprehension cannot understand the things of God sometimes. But still speak life. No, I don't understand it, but God guess what? You said it. You said it, I believe it, and now I'm, I'm, I'm taking it back to you. More, on a more personal level. God said, I said a lot of stuff in the Bible, but what is it saying to you? Who do you say I am? What is my word saying to you? Have you made it personal? Make it personal. Make it personal. This is the year of the latter rain saints. And God is doing two things. He's pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. And he's also pouring out his wrath for those who refuse to return to him. As he told them in the book of Hosea, return it to me. Repent. And seek his face. But it, it, even in the book of Chronicles, second Chronicles, if my people. He said, if them people or those people, he said, my people. It's my people who that, that I have so much greater things for that is getting ready to miss it because of their own doing. Self-inflicted wounds. But if my people, my people, hey, this is the year of the latter rain. Get excited about it. Get excited. If you know that you in this season to receive, get excited about it. I'm telling you, great things is on its way. Get ready. Be prepared, be positioned, continue to seek his face, know what he will have you to do, where you to be, where the, the call that's on your life, who to help, when to help, how to help. Look, 
The year of the latter rain is here. It's here. It's going to meet you right where you at. But take heed to what he said today to your heart. He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the spirit of the living God has to say. This is your girl, C.L. Suggs. Much love.